Welcome to the Reading Aloud podcast, a place where the creative, emotional, and hilarious aspects of relationship communication are explored in real time by a real couple. That's us and a baby. <laughs> Enjoy. Okay, so I uh, for I need you to know that I have in the past 24 hours contacted two people that you needed to contact. And let me just say, folks, I know, I know that it is not my job. I know it's not my job. I know that this is not, this is not like me doing this is, is my decision and to have a resentment about it is my decision. However, what happened (laughs) is that, is that one of them I was talking to on my own and it just came up in conversation, right? And I'm like, this is what Adam said he needed to talk to them about. It did need to like, it was your job to be in touch about it. And, and, and really, honestly, it has nothing to do with me. It's about, it's about something you need. So you were going to contact them and try to figure it out. But I was just like, this is bugging me because it has like a peripheral impact on me. Uh-huh. And the other one is that it was an email written to the both of us and you didn't respond to them. And I was like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not the asshole. It's going to leave them hanging. I want to continue to foster this relationship. These relationships with people who have kids live in other cities. We never get to see each other. Right. Yeah. Speaking of, let's go for responding to that, by the way. I didn't say anything other than I think Adam is going to call you maybe once this year. (laughs) Okay, so, 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 and your point being? Our topic. Our topic. We wanted to talk, <clears throat> we wanted to talk about the differences between men and women responding to texts. Do you remember the example the other day where I was like, oh my goodness, <laughs> my goodness. Oh my goodness. No, I don't remember. What are you talking about? Um. Well, the whole reason we're having this conversation, babe. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Help help jog my memory. Was you sent a text that was like, word, period. Oh, okay. But so, I think it was to one of my friends, and I was like, no, 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 no. you got to no. say so much more than that. Yes. Yeah. There's several layers to this, but generally speaking, I have found that men in my life, compared to what I see women in your life and our different social groups just communicate around text very differently. And we're going to kind of explore that today. And this all started when I responded on a, on a chain that you were on to one of your friends. And I forget what they said. They said something like, this was the question I was asking earlier. When did it all start? I don't like it started on this text. And this is where the conversation came up. But I guess I paused too, because it didn't definitely didn't start there. Like we have had this conversation in some aspect. Yeah, or but for that a was that was the one that it like like sure you want to say whatever you want to say to your boyfriends. Like I want to say, I, I need you to say the right thing to my girlfriends. How do you know it's the right thing? Okay, so so that that's what question comes up. Inner workings are my, I mean, top that's your list of priorities. Okay. Yeah. So one of your girlfriends asked me. Or, like, confirm something. And I think I just answered word. Right. Like, okay, or thumbs up or something. Oof. 
the God, thumbs up. So bad. And, and I got you, a thumbs up the other day, and I am confident that she is really upset with me. Like I don't overthink. Watch text. it. She's gonna be really upset I with don't, me. I don't overthink text. Great. She's gonna be pissed, and we're gonna Maybe, figure that but out. Like I don't. Like that's is that my responsibility to manage that through text? Here's the takeaway before we get into it. What I find is that men are typically two two different things. Generally speaking, men are less wordy in their texts and and then clearly take longer to respond or yeah, just just aren't as communicative in text. You know what I learned from you? What? Take my time responding, not from the perspective of um playing games or anything just from the perspective of like I I am at a point in work and life where I am over capacity with communication so I just don't respond to things and I, I it's the most amazing feeling in the world I think it's a really good habit now admittedly I take mine too far and I need a backstop system because oftentimes so for example we're sitting at home in the evening it's 8 30 Neo's in bed and we're watching one of our favorite shows right and we're into our favorite show, I get a text. I will not respond to that text in that moment. That is, to me, definitely not a work text, but, like, you know, even a friend texts me. Like, that's not a time I want to be responding to things on my phone. I want to be in my own world at that moment. But I often see the text and then forget to respond. (laughs) And that is, that is, like, that is my issue and I need to figure out the backstop to that. I do appreciate not responding kind of always at the drop of a hat to every sort of notification that you get. Yeah. Heard for sure. For sure. For sure. There's definitely some incentive to me to respond in a timely manner. It's like, fun like remember the other day when I was like I'm having the best time with my friends and I was like on like four different yes text chains and I was just having it was like so such a fun funny series of text chains I was like I'm having the best time with my friends that you know that's the that's the joy of it for me and then you know there's like a a crappier incentive around social media of like keeping something alive because it's going to help it be visible and I believe that my visibility is helping people I think my question to you would be, what is the benefit of responding to your friends' texts? Well, it, it, it is communication, and more communication helps build closeness in the relationship. More consistent communication helps build closeness in the relationship. But you don't and ha- that is the benefit of it. But you don't seem to have a problem with your life as is. No, not necessarily, although I do definitely putting time and effort into my relationships and relationships that I care about is a growth area for me. So, you know, we all have goals to do more of X, Y, Z, right? But what is it? Is there something that you would give up in order to do that? Not necessarily. It's just, for me, I think the the barrier, whether real or not, is it, it takes me out of being present and in the moment. I'm constantly like, having to hold multiple things in my head and I can't and I'm I'm somewhere off in this conversation I'm somewhere off in this conversation and it's harder for me to just be present in what I'm doing in that moment. Now, that's that may sound nice, but I think I also use that logic as an escape to be 
more un- unhealthier aspects of being an introvert and not reach out there for that kind of support. Right, right, right. So this is the men, women thing. So anyways, let's, l- I want to get back to the way that we text because I think that that's pretty funny and interesting to me. But I, last question on that would be, I appreciate that you don't want to give up present moment. I, I'm curious, do you open your texts? Um, Not always. So then you just would go, you would have a time when you would go through them. That, that's, that's, Wait, that was amazing. Leave it in. Where, where's your phone? In my back pocket. <laughs> that's my system or something that I need to, to integrate in order to get better at it. Like have a, have a, have a set time. You know, sometimes I open them because I want to make sure that there's not something like more urgent that is needed, you know, like somebody's in need of something. Like for example, I got a very urgent text today of a friend who need, who's getting their nails done for a trip that they're taking to the Bahamas. And she was like, haven't done this before. I need some nails to be longer. What do I ask for? And what color do I ask for? And that was urgent answered. I've never, ever received a text like that from one of my friends. Well, me, I've received like a, Hey man, can I get this thing? Like, I need this thing. Do you have like a power core? Do you have a drill? Do you have a, do you have a, like a notebook on like an urgent timeline? Yes. But you send those, you ask our neighbor, like, Hey, do you have a drill that I can borrow? Cause we're like in the middle of a project. You ask that. Yeah, I guess so. I, I, maybe I do. Maybe I do get those get those urgent ones. Well, nobody that sends you an urgent. a lot more urgent than any text I'd ever gotten. So <laughs> you. Um, but you're right. A, I have sent. Those sounds texts. like people can't rely on you, and you need to answer your texts. That's probably true. Yeah. They're like, can't text Adam for that one. <laughs> he doesn't respond. Right. Well, maybe that's a reputation I want to cultivate. <laughs> Unavailable. Unavailable. Bad friend. What's the opposite of not loyal? Disloyal. Ooh, no, that's that, that cuts. That's cuts. Disloyal cuts. It's not true, baby. Not it's communicative. Not true. Uncommunicative. Yeah. Um, but also it, it sounds sassy. Sa- <laughs> here's here's back to it. It sounds that my favorite part is that you leave your ringer on. So I hear all the texts. Come well, in. I, th- that's I've been working on turning my ringer Turn on. Turn your you texts see, off. They have functions. What the, the functions of turning. OK. Like like the text beep goes off, but my ringer's on. Well, I don't know, because when I need to get in touch with you, it's urgent. I always answer you. And during work, I always answer work texts. I get work texts during work, and I always answer them during work hours, like immediately. And I always, I know, but as if soon we, as I see, I immediately answer texts from you. If we fix the issue of your dings going off, I would say we will not get as many responses to texts. Turn your... Turn your ringer off at night. I do. And then I forget to turn it off in the morning. And I've been practicing turning it back on because I've also gotten in trouble for missing calls from you because my ringer's off. How do I manage it? How do you think I manage it? I just, I'm trying to manage it the best I can. What was it called? The social dilemma because everybody picks up their phone once every 12 seconds. Yeah. 12, was it 12 seconds or minutes? Might've been minutes. Uh, probably seconds. It sounds like seconds to me. You look at your phone once every 12 seconds? No, 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 uh, 12 no, no. minutes. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So I'm in the social yeah. dilemma in a big way. So let's get to the communication piece about this because also clearly there is – you seem – what I pick up from you is that you not only text, you also manage the emotions of those yeah. texts while texting. 
that is also pretty foreign. It's not healthy either. And there's lots of memes about, you know, you're 100% sure they're mad and like whatever, right? Like the, the, the funny way, the funny stories we tell ourselves in between texts. And I just had a friend reach out for some support and she was like, I know you're a therapist and I don't, I don't want to abuse the support, but I really need some like friend support, which I totally understood. Um, and we're friends. And she was like, that's why I've rewritten this text 86 times because I didn't want to say, you know, whatever. Um, she wanted to be really clear about what she was asking for, which I appreciate. I didn't need her to write it 86 times. That makes me feel sad. But I managing emotions. I think that it's about, it's like being considerate. I would call it being considerate. Like somebody says something like, Hey, I'll be there. Like, okay. So we have a friend coming over to watch Neo tonight. Cause we're going to a concert. I'll be there at six. Like you haven't responded to that. What, what, what do I need to respond? Thank you so much. We're really I grateful. Them already. Mm-hmm. Let me give another they example. They know I'm appreciative of it. How much, how appreciative are you? Let me give you an example of an interaction I had on text recently. I texted one of our neighbor friends who is, is, we've had lots of interactions and we're super friendly with them and love them. And I usually ask this guy, he's, he's like, I ask him home improvement advice. I'm not the best at home improvement, but so like, he's kind of my like, what should I buy in this scenario? And I asked him a question. I had texted him a question about fixing holes in drywall like what's the best drywall putty to buy and i sent that text to him he never responded i had totally forgotten about it he never responded for like over a week (laughs) i didn't even think about it i just i was like oh yeah i gotta ask him that question i sent the same exact text as i had before forgetting that i had already sent that text so i'd sent the same text twice he gave me like one short answer and i didn't respond and we're totally cool (laughs) This is horrifying to me. Horrifying. It is really appropriate when somebody takes time out of their day, plus it's his job, and you're and you're capitalizing on his expertise to just like be like, thanks so much. I really appreciate that. Yeah. I might have given it a thumbs up. <laughs> oh. So the big issue was yesterday, maybe two days ago. Set the stage. It was two days ago. Uh-huh. Three days ago. Somewhere in there. It was three days ago Uh and I am getting ready to go to a baby shower and you said to me, I might go get the groceries that we need for our brunch with our friends the next morning. I might do that while you're at the baby shower. Give us something to do. Give you and Neo something to do. So I'm driving and I'm like, I forgot. So I arrived at my destination. I'm like, you know, on my mind to remember to send you the list. right? Right. I could have just not sent it. And that, your fault for not asking. You, you know, you could try to reach out to me. I'm busy. I'm present in the present moment. And you'd be in the bind of having to go the next morning when you really wanted to go this afternoon. Blah, 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 blah. I send you a list. Fruit, but not too much because we don't need too much fruit. Breakfast meat, some yogurt to go with the fruit, and greens if you want to. I say to you... I don't know what happened, but at some point you tell me that you're not going to the grocery store, right? Like you told me that like later that night, we didn't go. I'm just going to go in the morning. So I went out of my way to send you that text, right? In a, in a, like I'm putting on top of my mind was like, oh yeah, let me send him that text. So he's ready and prepared for when he goes. So he doesn't have to like push it to an inconvenient time. Like so thoughtful, 
Managing emotions is what you call this. So thoughtful. Yeah, I have thoughts. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. And then you tell me later that you didn't go because whatever. And so the next morning you're like, and boy, I was in a mood. I don't know what it was, but I was moody. And the next morning I say, you know, you're going to the grocery store. And I'm like, do you know what to get? Which is a stupid question because I texted you what to get. And you were like, yeah, fruit. I was like, what? Are, are you kidding me? You fucking kidding me. Fruit. Anything else about the fruit for starters? Anything else on your list? And you were like, and I was like, did you read the banner that came up or did you read the text? And you're like, no, I opened it. And that just made me, that just made me fume. So then you, so, so then, and then just for everybody to understand how, like how bad this was for me, just how bad. So then you're like, well, do you want me to get a specific type of breakfast meat? No, I want you to pick. I put all the instructions in there. Not too much, not too little, not too expensive, whatever. And then you were like, as you're leaving, you're like, hey, I just want to make sure that you get what you need. I cannot tell you how much energy I spent on that conversation. It was, I did it. And then I did it again, like five times because you couldn't just do it. Yeah, I totally hear that, and I definitely could have handled the situation better. I mean, I think that that mental burden that you, and in my opinion, often women in a relationship, particularly with a man, hold that kind of like mental energy and or the mental aspect of, of holding things in their mind, remembering schedules and things, is a huge thing that I can get better at supporting. My question that comes up from hearing that story is what's the balance between you getting your ass to the grocery store and me no. coming up with the list? What's the balance between over communication and trust in these scenarios? Okay, you know? great. No, I mean, the, the reality is, is that I know better than to ask you the question, do you know what you need to get? I just have this feeling there's no way for you to figure it out. I, I don't know, babe. Because here's how, because no, here's hold how, on, hold on, here's let me how, say okay, okay, go ahead. You know, I would say there's no way for you to figure it out without having the experience of being like, oh, I should have opened the entire text. I thought she just wanted fruit. Or you get there and maybe best case scenario is you open the text just as a reminder. And then that's, that's the big nod, big nod, that's big nod. Because here's one thing that I feel like you should understand. But you know about. what? Here's one then thing you get you there and you call me. Hey, what kind of breakfast meat do you want? And I was trying to take space for myself. Here's one I'd thing hung that you should understand. Ass. And if you didn't answer or whatever, then, you know, you could just say, you know, you decide. I can't. Or thumbs I can't up. pick up my. I can't pick up my. I'm sending you a lot of thumbs up. Bring them. I can't Bring look at my phone every 12 minutes and not see that you called. Okay, so here, but here's what I would say. What if you were here's out of Here's what I gas. want you to understand often about how, in my experience, men communicate via text and just in general. It is, nothing happens before it absolutely has to. That is, that is the thing. Nothing happens before it absolutely has to. Great, that's my new mantra around timing. Get off my back. Great. And that's the thing, like, like I saw that there was a list I'm not even going to think about or like, that list until I'm actually at the grocery store. Now there are drawbacks to that, but no, that's fine. Know, that's so. fine. But you were like with confidence, you were like fruit. <laughs> <laughs> well, fruit was on there. Just wasn't the whole list. <laughs> hey, I'm saying, I'm telling you, 
that I know I could have handled that situation better. No, that's what I'm, so that's what I'm talking about. There is no learning. The whole concept of not getting involved is that there is supposed to be kind of uh, like natural consequences, but but that like you're so used to the I don't know I don't know the, I don't want this conversation to get into a fight no I don't want it to get into a fight either I would just say that both of us do a ton for this relationship and both of us are constantly reminding the other person to do things and both of us kind of have jobs of reminding the other person to do this or that and you know 90 plus percent of the time both of us are doing those things on time and doing them correctly all the time, every day. What what kind of attention and focus do you put on the things that don't get done correctly, and how do you manage I, this that? This is like this is like the question for every relationship ever since the beginning of time. I totally get that. I think that the thing that's hard for me, and again, this is all none of my none of my business, which is that when you forget stuff, you feel really bad about yourself. And then you're feeling a lot of shame and disappointment in yourself. And like, I don't know, there's like consequences and and shame and disappointment do not lead to change. When you forget something that I've reminded you. I wouldn't. You just did before we started this podcast. I remembered it and offered to go get it. Sure. You didn't say, hey, babe, did you bring me the blah, blah, blah? I was like, oh, I forgot the blah, blah, blah. Uh, okay. Do you want me to go down and get it? Okay. Well, maybe that was a bad example. Sure but, it was. But, but you forget things. And, and how, do I, how do I respond to you when you forget things? It's so rare that you're like, <laughs> that you're like ah, you forgot something. How refreshing. Okay, that's that's the story you have in your head. That's the story sticking to it. <laughs> uh-huh. You forget things that I remind you, and that's okay. I tell I I request things of you, and you forget them every now and then. That's okay because vast majority of the time you do remember things, and so I just want for me. I feel like I want to create a positive relationship and a positive association with me asking you to do things. Rather Whoa, than- hold on, hold on. Mind is trying to compute. Do you just twist it? No, I'm just- I want to create. Oh, oh, you're saying that's what you're. That's what. That's why I re- sh- sh- go ahead. That's what your general goal is. Yes, I thought you were saying moving forward, you want me to be chiller when you asked me to. I thought we were going in a bad way. I want you to be. I want you to be. I'm not talking about you. I'm just saying like that's why when you do forget things like. I just I want to respond positively to that, like give you grace because you do most of the things that I ask you all the time. And, you know, and yeah, I just want that healthy relationship to be there. So what's this got to do with thumbs ups? Because thumbs up, this was about communication and this was just about like, I don't know how many feelings you've hurt over the years. I am sure that I've hurt some feelings. I am sure that I have by my lack of communication. And that sucks. That makes me feel, you know, like a bad friend, for sure. Makes me feel like a bad friend. And I'm curious what people would say about, you know, if that bothers them, if that's just who I am. Um, I wish I was better at it. And do I you think? Be. Do you think other people in your friend groups are responding differently, or do you think it's pretty on par? I mean. Because you've shown me like a funny text thread or something, and it it's pretty, 
sparse. It's definitely, I mean, this is why we did this podcast in the first place. It's definitely just on a different, a much less level of communication than than your texts. And so I, I don't think the, this might not be the right use of the word, but I don't think the standard is quite as high um, amongst my friend groups in terms of responding, like as it is with yours. It's just not the same standard. And we don't hold ourselves, whether just, good or bad, but you know. I just keep coming back to that uh, This American Life about the trans man who was super interested to know what his experience of feelings would be like after transitioning. It was all about, I think it was called like testosterone was the name of it or something like that was the name of the episode. And also that one of our dearest friends who is trans, like their way of relating has changed so significantly. And I have been really curious how much of that is trying to um like a honest effort to really assimilate culturally to the male gender in the male community so if that's just like something that is happening because of like a desire to relate in that way or if it's just like finally permission to be a little bit more curtain to the point but also like I haven't seen him cry nearly as much and you know, he kind of sends me thumbs ups. Yeah, I, let me just say, I don't think that I was just reading an article on testosterone and it was it was really sharing like, you know, it's it is not a and I'm not saying that you said this, but just to make this point that testosterone as a hormone is not the reason men behave as men. It is it is a naturally occurring hormone that men behave that way because our society creates a culture and a dynamic in which we can exist for better or for worse okay. within. All right. All right. So that that was my complaint was that you're not reading the text and expecting me to reiterate it. Like you're like, what do you want me to pick up? And I'm like, did you read the text? Like, you know, you're asking me to expend more energy. And I was like, that's just a product of your privilege. I hear that. I so, hear that. So and if we remember on the This American Life about testosterone, the person with the highest amount of testosterone was the like the gayest gay man of all gay men right. on their staff. That's right. And I can't remember if there was any other identifier about him, like if he was particularly tall or buff or something like that. But it was like he it was like that was the not the person that they would have picked, right? Like assuming that it makes you more masculine. Right. Exactly. Huh. But um, I hear that, and I think that that cultural permission. But he doesn't. Cry, our friend doesn't cry as much. That's just like it. You're right. I mean, I what I was gonna say is like I think that that cultural permission to let others carry a burden of you know like remembering things or scheduling and just kind of like existing through the world and thinking that everybody's gonna like carry the load for you is on both micro and macro scales behaviors that men ex men exhibit and should be questioned and challenged mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know oh that's that's that, that's on that them one to yeah that one right or they'll remind me or it'll be fine and i'll get taken care of yeah yeah that's different that's different for sure but yeah i don't know the lack of emotional charge in text that feels i don't know feels but isn't that in my, uh, in my opinion we need to wrap this up but like isn't that better in some ways? Like, 
you're you're trusting that the other person is taking care it's of not that it's not way. that yes but like the yes. Exam- example that i gave about um, our neighbor and and myself yeah. like no 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 totally no you are 100 percent right we should not be trying to take care of other people's emotions there is a joy for me and beauty in connecting deeply emotionally showing my care for somebody in that way and doing it in writing doing it in person like I just like Marco Polo two of my friends on a thread the other day and was like I just want to say how much gratitude I have for you all and just went like you know super super mushy all over them and you know just taking the time to get on Marco Polo and say that was something that took extra effort and I thought of to do that and you know it warmed their hearts and that was that creates intimacy deeper intimacy yeah no I hear that I hear that and that is something that I'm consistently looking to cultivate and so clearly the pathways are there um yeah. And, you know, I don't always walk them. Yeah. And I'm curious if it's going to end up being something that enhances your community or if truly your community does not need that in order to feel intimacy and closeness. That's what I'm curious yeah. about as you build deeper community. And what I don't want to happen is, and this is maybe just giving myself an excuse, but like I also see you some a lot of times stressed and fretting over things that like you know because there is so much into that that like you know there's a lot of anxiety that Mm -hmm. comes up with that Mm -hmm. all I'll say yes all I'll say is a thumbs up is the end of a conversation yeah because we coordinated on what we needed to coordinate coordinating yeah that's all I do with my friends we'll coordinate shit I, I guess I guess I'm saying like texts to me are not that's not where I connect with people. Texts are where I get the, – the my primary use for texts is to coordinate things where you don't need to have a phone call. Like I'm not That's using bullshit. texts That's like, bullshit. When you used to go out of the country for work, you texted me all sorts of sweet things. You're in a different category though. You're in you're a – I'm a woman. No, you're my wife that I'm communicating with constantly and and I and like you're just you're not a like you're not a I don't communicate with I communicate with you differently than I communicate with anybody else in the world. My favorite was when you were about to say you're not a normal person. <laughs> um, okay, cool. Well, that's that for today, and we love you. Love you. Thanks, y'all, for listening and participating. We always have a great time with you. And if you enjoy the podcast, please go online and rate, review, share this with your friends. This is the way that we build this community. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye.